everyone, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. Beans. It's the Friday before Thanksgiving. I pick up my uh, I pick up my carcass on the twenty first. What's that? Tuesday. Yes. Yes. Now speaking of carcasses. Yeah. Joe Biden. <laughs> no. No. Because my, uh, no. So, uh, fellas. Ladies, I hope your spouse never looks at you the way Anthony Blinken looks at Joe Biden when he's about to speak. You know, I haven't watched any of those clips. (laughs) He is in physical pain. (laughs) Every every time somebody addresses Joe Biden because he knows that a absolute disaster is coming. What the hell is going on? He's in physical pain. It is is so hilarious. I'm going to have to find it and pull it up. Yeah, there's like a series of of highlights because these, you know, he's cohorting with the uh, calling Z a Z a dictator and right. Oh, that, that that elicited an actual wince. <laughs> Blinken, like he he winced. And you, that one you had to see in particular. I'm gonna find it. Wait a second, I, I have you have it? Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, let me go here. Oh, you want me to just? You're sharing the screen. No, I'm. Oh, I'm only sharing sound. We can. You can share your screen when we get there. Right after this. Okay. Yeah, and then we'll do it that way. Um, All right. So I got sent a message where somebody apparently had asked Butterball if they feed their turkeys GMO food, and they responded with yes. So I had to fact fact check it for myself. I I just asked. I just want to know if you feed your turkeys GMO food. And this is the answer I got. I'm going to read it. Hello, Tracy. At Butterball, our first concern is always the health and safety of the people who enjoy our products, as well as the safety and well-being of our turkeys. We work hard to ensure Butterball's product safety program meets or exceeds government regulations. Our commitment to turkey health and well-being begins at the farm level, with the humane raising of our turkeys in close oversight by a qualified staff of licensed poultry veterinarians. This includes the feed provided to our turkey flocks, which contains bioengineered grains and is part of a nutritionally balanced diet produced in strict compliance with all state and federal regulations. Wait, we respect the passionate discussion and opinions around the role of bioengineered products. All ingredients used in the raising of our turkeys, including bioengineered grains, have been confirmed safe by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, U.S. Department of Agriculture, and other regulatory agencies. We will continue to monitor and review ongoing research to ensure that our products are guided by sound science and the most up-to-date information available. Holy shit! That is the the equivalent of saying Count Chocula is part of this balanced breakfast. Yeah, yeah, balanced i'm like oh my god like hello pr like yes yes that's all i needed i said thanks i don't eat gmo turkeys and the government lies about safety have a great one (laughs) no butterballs get rid of your butterball turkey ladies and gents it costs a little bit more sometimes a lot a bit more but buy your birds from local farms that's why I, I know the farmer. I know the guy who's going to be slaughtering my turkey probably the, the, the hours before I pick it up. And it just, just do these little things for everything. It's not just Thanksgiving. Just you got to start going to the source and ask questions. And when people start realizing 
what people are looking for. Yep. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I switched I switched farms because I realized because they told us, uh, Tracy, they told us once um, these uh, these heirloom seeds that, that these heirloom uh, eggs that I really loved. And Aurora loved it. Lauren loved it. They came in all different colors, and and we really they're just really tasty. But costs start started affecting them on the the ground level, and they switched from corn feed or whatever the hell else to to soy. Mm. I said, we, sorry, we gotta we gotta move on, you know. So it, it's it, then we found the Amish. So I mean, little things you just gotta do those things. Before we get to Blinken, um, two things. I I did a thread on not yesterday day before um something went wrong with my lunch okay it was just i it, it's a long story but i couldn't eat lunch and so it was like 2 p.m and i was starving because i hadn't eaten in 27 hours so i was like you know what i'm just gonna have a handful of my cheat snack which is just um like mixed nuts with pure dark chocolate in them which i can have every once in a blue because 70% cacao is is okay for the you. health food yeah yeah so I I had like maybe a half a cup maybe of these nuts and within like three or four not even three hours I was a mess my entire body hurt everything was I'm like something is just not right here sure enough I look at the bag we bought the wrong nuts these were milk chocolate with soy and vegetable oil and all kinds of other crap in them. And immediately my body was like, no, what are you doing? That's poison. Threw me completely off kilter. Now I have people commenting on the thread I wrote saying, oh, that's because you're not healthy. No, to, to the contrary. I am so healthy that my body knows immediately when it, I'm introduced poison, which is what this was. Poison. It took, me, it took me until yesterday afternoon to get it out of my system. Tons of electrolytes, lemon, Lemon water, which I still drink because it helps me. Um, anyway, then I saw this. You think you're going to Chipotle and having a healthy meal, right? Right. Watch this or listen. Uh, Rice bran. It is dry. I, How do you make like oil out of it? it? Soak it in neurotoxic hexane. Pass it through an oil refinery and into your Chipotle bowl. That's about right. I actually went to Chipotle in Phoenix, Arizona and asked them what kind of seed oils they use or what kind of oil they use in their bowls. They told me rice bran oil and then they kicked me out and didn't let me film. We have video of that. In order to make oil out of rice bran or any of these oils, you have to highly refine them. So you have to put them in hexane to extract them, which is neurotoxic and there are gonna be traces in the seed oil. You have to grind them up, expose them to high temperatures. You have to bleach them and deodorize them. There should be a visceral reaction happening in your body. When you see all of the waxes coming out of these, the detoxification that has to happen to even make them quote food worthy. And this is what's going in most of your food. Props to Sweet Greens for removing seed oils from their cooking oil because we did a reel about them a while ago and they listened and customers were interested and wanted seed oils out. And my hope is that Chipotle, you will follow next and remove rice bran oil from your bowls. It's, it, I'm telling you, the seed oils are the last, it, it's, it's usually the last frontier for anybody who becomes health conscious. Yep. Because yeah, well. we make, we make very good decisions over here in this house, but still, that is the one thing that slips through on so much stuff that we buy, and we're like, get yourself. I we just we just found the best beef tallow I've ever had in my life. It's Wagyu beef tallow. There are many restaurants that still fry their foods in beef tallow. Now McDonald's just stopped doing it, but they had been using beef tallow to fry. 
Now, um, Buffalo Wild Wings uses it. Um, a bunch of different restaurants actually use beef tallow to fry their foods, which is so much better for you than seed oils. Seed oils are poison, all of them. Even, even you know, I, I if you have to use an oil, avocado oil, even olive oil that they've pledged has been, we stay away from that stuff as best as we can. Um, anyway, that's my health update for the day. Um, feeling great today? I've had now a 48-hour fast, but I feel amazing. So I'm hopefully... That's, that's usually when you get into that electric zone where you... Yeah. It's just... I, I, that's how I feel. I'm like dialed in today. I'm super... I, I woke up... I woke up like springing out of my bed. So... I think... went, around 24 hours is when I will have some of the best workouts in my life. Where when I get when I go and I, I'm 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 on I'm on the pull up bar and I'm literally floating up to the top mm. that there is just the, the tension that I can hold throughout the whole body it, it just there, there's a float it there's no it, it's it's incredible it really is it's, and then it's um the next step that we're starting Will and I this this new year is our workout regimen so by July me and Will should be like hardcore buff that's like our new year's thing this year last year he's i can't even believe this he's just under 250 pounds now mm -hmm. which for him starting at 387 is effing incredible he was flirting with four yep wow yep. i didn't know i didn't know that he was flirting with 400 yeah and now like it'll be a year in january that was skip that was like that's where skip was for a while and yeah just nothing i said well you know, the craziest thing that is that what got him to start finally was he got his labs back and his cholesterol was slightly high, like two points over the quote standard, which now we're like, that doesn't really even mean anything. But back then he was like, oh my God. And he just, that was it. That was all it was that sent him on his trail. And it's never going to change now because we feel too good. Like it's too, it's too great. So Share your screen. Let's look at Blinken. And then I've got a real whopper for you, Frank, and everybody out there. You're never going to. Okay. Well, well he, he, there's many, many clips over what's been going on. The, the Just the general addresses and stuff have been so incredibly sloppy and bad. I don't know if I can. I cannot share my screen while the other participant is sharing. So you're sharing your audio right now. Yeah. you got to cut that out. Okay. There we go. Let's try this. And boom. Share. You see it? Yep. Okay. Take a uh, take a look at Anthony Blinken when <laughs> listen. Uh, Biden is about to call Xi Jinping a dictator uh, while they're in conference, pretty much. Wait a second. Do you hear this? No, I don't even see it playing. Damn it! You have to Hold share on. it with the audio. There's a little checkbox in the bottom. It's. I have to put that on my, you have to make it go through the roadcaster. So that's number one. And number two is share. How about now? You see anything? Yeah. Okay, great. Listen to this. And find the right way for the two major countries frightened. to get along with each other. I believe in a promising future of the bilateral relationship. Mr. President, you and I, we are at the helm of China-US relations. Mr. President, after today, did you still refer to President Xi as a dictator? No, no, no. Now, first of all, did, did you just see when he, it, just the, 
just Mr. President. <laughs> here comes another question. Oh, no. Uh -huh. And when he realizes what the question is, it gets even worse. Mr. President, after today, oh, my God. You have a dictator. This is a term uh, that you used earlier this year. Oh, I mean, you can all oh my gosh, that's, that's so... It is, uh, it is physical pain, Tracy. He's like, how am I going to get us out of this? Oh my God. The, please, the Good place. God knows what he's going to say. <laughs> One more time. It's like, you know what? Okay, call him a dictator, but we're, we're meeting with him this week. Why are we even doing this if you're going to... You're gonna walk away from a meeting and call him a dictator, which you know it, it's 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 communist China. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good way that you can describe Xi Jinping. It's also a great way that you can describe most American politicians too. But when you're Anthony Blinken, who's trying to, uh, you know, who is a a chief diplomat in a diplomatic situation, and you've got this guy making it impossible for diplomacy. <laughs> to that is something else. My gosh, yeah, it's visceral. It's like visceral. Like there's no, yeah. uh, Frank, this is going to be your favorite story of the day. Thank God. This one right here. Oh, you're going to love this one. Ben Stiller, comedian Ben Stiller, posted yesterday. I don't usually do this kind of posting, but my friend is running for Congress. He's incredibly qualified, experienced, and extremely decent. We need people like him serving us and the country. Can you guess who is running for Congress in three guesses? No looking. He said, my, my, not my dear friend? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ben Stiller. Okay. Um, Owen Wilson. No, it's not an actor. Not an actor. No, you'll, I, I, I know there's is, no way you're going to guess it. So I'm just going to. Is it a man? It is a man. Yes. Okay. It's not an actor. It is a man. Uh, a non-actor man. You're, you're never going to. Let me just tell you. Wait, wait, wait. Why would I never get it? Because it's give so me, me a, weird that Ben. Give me another hint. Ukraine. Uh, Vinman? Eugene Vinman. Eugene Vinman. The brother. I'll tell you, man. He said I mean, it, it makes it. I was actually going to guess uh, Zelensky, but I so he's a little tied up right now because Ben Stiller. Remember, he he met with Zelensky and he did that little awkward bow before him, like oh, like like he was he was meeting like the Dalai Lama or something like that. So it makes sense that it's Ukraine related. I'm no longer serving in uniform, but now I have a new mission to defend democracy, fight Trump and MAGA extremists, and serve the people of Virginia. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. My dad fled a bigoted communist authoritarian regime. We got to the United States on Christmas Eve, 1979. He held Alex and me in his arms and had $759 in his pocket. My mother died, yeah. so we went to Italy. Yeah. Then we came here. America is a land of opportunity. It is a refuge. It certainly provided that refuge to my brothers and I, and that's why when you we bet. were old enough, we all volunteered to serve. Okay. I'm not even going to play his whole video. I want to show you what happened next, which not many people have seen. His wife, okay, his wife gets involved. Somebody named Joshua Cole, who I guess is big in Virginia politics, tweeted, I'm sorry, who's this? I've never seen this person in our area before. 
And Vinman's wife says, don't you dare. This person you don't know served his country in uniform his entire adult life and therefore was prohibited from participating in politics. Or it's a sister. His wife is on active duty orders and won't be a part of his campaign, but they're there and have been lifelong public servants. I think this might be Alexander's wife. And then she says, I will attack you every fucking time you attack them for their lack of participation because it's discrimination against members of the military and their families. Rachel wow. Vinman has entered this fight and I will make sure you are sorry. Uh, what an overcorrection. Holy. What a little bit of an overreaction, don't you think? I mean, I, what was the was the original original person maybe just hinting at is this a carpet bagger? Because I've never seen them just their presence locally. He, like, he's a VA House delegate, and he doesn't know him, and he's very involved in politics. So he's like, "Who is this person running that has never even come to talk to me?" Which is part of the process when you decide to run. You go and you, right. you know, and I mean, I guess they. She said something else to him that was super offensive, and she deleted it. And this, and this is what is bubbling beneath the surface of the, uh, the Vinmans, of the Vinmans especially. I mean, I, seriously, these unbelievable. Are the, this is why they say it, it takes a certain type of person to be attracted to government, and mostly, and, and a lot of times there is a lot of psychopathy issues. Truth. I mean, for, for people who want to be in this world and to control this world and to cut out a. A corner of this world for themselves i mean this is probably what's burning inside of a lot of them this need to dominate people unbelievable i mean she really just like that's scary that overreaction is very scary um another review from the other day for us frank remember we talked about the trans ceo that took over the woman's uh uh endometriosis charity yeah well, just the other day, she he came out and said endometriosis is not a gynecological condition. Oh, no, the founder of the charity said that after appointing a transgender woman as its chief executive. Jody Hughes recently appointed Steph Richards and told BBC Woman's Hour on Wednesday that referring to the disease as a gynecological disorder may be the reason medical research into the issue hasn't progressed. Now they're, they, they bring the trans person in and now they're taking it and making it. Men have had endometriosis. Trans people suffer with endometriosis. How can you suffer from a condition for which you don't have the parts how can you do that? Please. Endometriosis causes tissue similar to the lining of the uterus to grow outside the, the womb. She said right. endometriosis is actually a systemic inflammatory condition. We need to move away from the gynecological side of things because you don't have to be born with a womb to have it. You don't need to be born with a womb to have inflammation. So I right now am dealing with a little bit of inflammation in my left forearm flexor. Okay, that is really endometriosis. Yes, according to her, I have a little endometriosis in my 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 left elbow, ladies and gentlemen. Pray for me. She claimed and send, and send me money too, so I can research it. She claimed that endometriosis is not a reproductive disorder, adding it's been seen as a gynecological disorder, and maybe that's the reason why the last two hundred years of research in medicine isn't progressing. She said Sick. men have been diagnosed 
29 men had been recorded in history as being diagnosed with this disease. I look at women, but I also look at the issue of trans men and non-binary people. There's something like 5,500 trans men who had women. Women! They're women, you freaking moron! If they had you strapped to a gurney, these people would dissect you without a second thought. These are the, the most insane, vicious animals on the planet because i i mean I, there's all because you know you're talking about psychopathy that is so steeped in something i i don't even know where think about that fantasy world they're being they're being serious when they talk about this I, stuff I know. I know i mean imagine that you create this trans this trans uh, upside down world you know you know you, you start with the basics the the truth of the matter and then you say okay trans man trans woman a trans man is just a woman pretending to be a man. So obviously they're going to have all female issues going on in their body because they're actually a woman. But by by making the assertion that that woman can be a man and is actually a man, then you can say that men have endometriosis. And it, it, Why do we even it, have? I can't believe oh, that yeah. we're even having this discussion. Let, well, I just had to bring that up. It was at the front page of Bing when I opened it up randomly. I'm glad you said so. This was today. This was today because I put this aside. I said I might, I might have a laugh about this with my buddy Matt tonight. Uh, when I went on to Google this morning, I was told it is Transgender Awareness Week. Oh, is it? Thanksgiving and week? Take it. Take week? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. November 13th. It's a two minute read. You want to you want to see this? Yeah. Yeah, why Period. not? Honoring Transgender Awareness Week by celebrating ballroom culture. I said, what's ballroom culture? What are they what are they making up now? Recently, the ballroom scene has been everywhere from pop star tours to TV shows to Google Arts culture. Uh, we worked with the ballroom community to digitize photography collections and launch the community's ballroom and focus archive this year. Like ball, what are you talking about? But ballroom has been around for decades, giving power and community while all uh, while also honoring. That's uh, honoring. <laughs> while honoring black and brown LGBTQ communities. It was a community I found by accident in 1987 at a time when I was searching for family. And it's well, where you, you where's your family? I was searching for family and a sense of who I was as a black trans man. Oh, so black, geez. oh Jesus. This is and this is on the front page of Google. You want to talk about push them to the front. This will be a good idea. Uh, one day while sitting in my room talking to my friend, we decided we were going to find people that were like us. LGBTQ plus people who were living their their lives according to their terms. Uh, we found our way to Washington Square Park in New York City and accidentally walked down a runway between some benches, only to get roasted for our runway walks. The people were talking quickly, became our friends, and eventually they asked us if we wanted to be part of their house. I responded, I live with my grandmother, but I like to hang out with y'all. And they responded, they laughed, and that is how the ballroom community is explained to me. Houses were groups of competitors in balls wait wait houses were groups of competitors in balls and members of each group adopted the house's last name 
and even had a house mother and father. During my first competition, it was exciting and I was nervous. It was, I mean, well, what the hell you, the, the things that they're trying to make up. Why, to can't, actually, why can't I live my life on my own terms, which includes not, not acknowledging you exist at all, literally. That's like what I want to do. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to acknowledge your fantasy world and this made up bullshit culture. I, like, I hate when you say, "Well, well, the culture is." Stop it, please. You're, you're. This is nonsense. I hate whenever when uh, people talk about even gay culture, uh, because there are plenty of, and it all has to do with performance arts. That's just really what it's all about. As if there, there's not no one straight, straight person, person in. in has ever has ever uh, felt a draw to theater? I've been in theater. I'm straight as an arrow. I promise all of you. <laughs> so it's just there is a constant need to deconstruct, to isolate oneself, and give yourself. I don't know, like like you've discovered a new invisible nation. That way, it, it's all make believe. It's um. It's um. The text messages come through coming through from Mask Lady are just absolutely top-notch just letting mask lady know she's watching um and, and like like della like della in the chat room just said okay so it's not real ballrooms like yeah at first i'm thinking to myself okay let me see how ballroom dancing and transgenderism is going to be inextricably linked to each <laughs> there, other that's right? such bullshit the whole point and of then, they're they're taking ballroom dancing now no there is no reference to ballroom dancing <laughs> It's not, it, it's just, ah, oh man. Well, speaking of which I had Nikki, I have Nikki Haley in a second, but they, the, apparently there's this massive boycott this year, the Thanksgiving day parade in New York city that Macy's is putting on because they're including trans people in the parade. Now from the article I read, it didn't look that serious. Like they didn't get their own float where they're like naked and, and in masks and chains and whips and stuff. I don't know. Are they focusing on it? Do you know, Frank? I don't know. I, I mean, I remember like five or six years ago, <clears throat> there was a, some people were upset that Kinky Boots had a, had a, uh, a float. Kinky Boots? Wasn't that a, Kinky Boots. Was that a show? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my mother went to go see, I forget what the hell, it's like the Cindy Lauper show. I think it's about drag queens or I think it has some kind of uh hint of all that stuff definitely gay but but still that's um that was years ago and when i when i i listen i just expect this stuff now i expect the macy's thanksgiving day for anything about the holidays that they're going to twist it they're going to and in, in, in places where they can't twist it they're going to try to neutralize it they're going to not pay attention to true origins they're going to try to destroy origins they make it a joke they try, you know, God, I mean, you know what they try to do at Christmas. Yeah. I mean, they wish they, the, ultimately they wish they can just stop using the word Christmas and, and just call it and, and have, you know, the yearly December winter uh, special time. <laughs> they, they wish that that can catch on as well as Christmas. It can have the same ring because they want all the financial incentives without having to really acknowledge the very religious and very special sacred origins of it all. So, but, but with this, I mean, it's a, it's a Macy's Thanksgiving day parade. They're going to crap all over it. What I've been doing the last, the last few years is I've just been watching 
entire reruns from like the late 80s, early 90s. There's some great parades in there. At random, I don't even care anymore. As long Which as it's it, old, yeah. I want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a random Macy's Thanksgiving it's so Day parade sad because 1987. I've gone to the parade and then we went out to dinner in the city one Thanksgiving. It was so nice and it was so much fun and I loved it. It was great. It was a great, and now it's ruined. Everything's ruined. Gosh. Speaking of ruined, Nikki Haley's campaign has been ruined by the stuff we talked about the other day. Can you believe this? Listen to what she said. Listen to this. This is not about government getting involved in anything. I never said that we wanted government in anything. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts. A huge issue that I'll deal with as soon as I get there is social media. First of all, it's a national security threat. This is a national security threat. Social media has become a national security issue. Every person on social media should be verified by their name. Verify every single person on their outlet because, and I want it by name. Every person on social media needs to be verified. We need to know exactly who they are and they need to show their own name. She's saying she never said it should be government. And then I made a point to say the first thing that she's going to do, forget all the other crap, the first thing she's going to do. First thing she's going to do. The first thing she's she's going to do. They'll, uh, I don't know. She's just waiting around for the next time she can can be a, a, a UN ambassador. That's what she really cares about being on the international stage and uh and i'm glad you know i i don't i haven't been paying oh by the way just just so everybody knows i think uh katie in the chat room asked where we can find old old parades you, you just just do searches i just did one right now um i went on youtube i put in macy's thanksgiving day parade 1990 and then all the years popped up here is tracy if you want to bounce out for a second so i can share the screen oh yeah Hold on. This is just randomly from nine, and then I'll get right back into Nikki. I mean, uh, Nikki Haley. But oh, this she, is. I'm done with her. I've got something even more crazy after that. Okay, great. <laughs> here is the. Here's Macy's 1999. It's it, it probably will be a little bit like pixelated and not the best quality, but it, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, hold on. Clues, honey nut Cheerios beans. Oh my God. <laughs> Thing. And to cap it off, let holiday superstar Santa Claus all coming your way on Macy's Thanksgiving oh, Day. 1999. Look at this. They're actually, look, it's ballroom. No, I'm just kidding. I can't hear it. See, now, you know, half of those guys probably are gay. But they didn't but tell everyone. <laughs> we don't need to know. <laughs> They're the only ones that need to know that. They're the only ones that need to know that. Look, you see how happy everyone is? Look, everyone's happy. Well, let's find some kids. Wait, let's see. I don't know why I don't hear the sound anymore. Oh, there it is. It's probably, probably going to be Matt Lauer. Yeah, he did a lot of these. Look, Matt Lauer with hair. Katie Couric. Simpsons, Muppets, and their street pals are Hollywood stars these days. Look too. at the M&Ms. They weren't, they weren't gay like they are now. Oh. Half of those M&Ms, they're probably gay, but we didn't know it back then. And it's fine. They didn't do their color campaign at that point in time. What's going on? It must have been a show at that time. Yeah. 
Let's see. Join the fantastic floats today. They're all being steered down Broadway by the 2000 GMC Yukon XL. Nice. That, of course, Katie, is the official float tow vehicle of this year's That's like, like almost like the, that's like a Tony Soprano car right then. You know what they used in that car? What? Gasoline. Oh, man. They and, you know, gasoline. all the leather, all the leather was sourced from, <laughs> from, from transgender cows. Hide. Right. You don't know what they were. Look, there was black people there. <laughs> and we didn't pay any mind. We're like, oh, this is great. We, we didn't loved care. it. We loved it all. And Look at the big floats. Dexter has a problem. Oh, Dexter. Bedroom lab where he comes up with a scientific solution for anything except how to escape his pesky big sister, Dee Dee. Yeah, and change his sex. How to change his sex overnight. Dee Dee. But, oh, look, uh, it's Stuart. So, you see, you know, I, this I'm, is what I used to love. You, I, I don't know. There's probably plenty. This is a two-hour and 18-minute uh, video up there. So if you want to put some good old-fashioned Good feeling Thanksgiving Day fun up on screen for your uh, your family. You don't have to worry about uh, you know the the, the somersaulting gender benders uh, ruining your your morning. Oh Arthur, Arthur, not Stuart. Sorry. So, oh here's some kids. Eight hundred Macy's employees got some intense training at Clown College, and they're dazzling all of us. Oh boy, with bunch their of clowns. Today. Look, there's Congress. Congress is there. <laughs> Now they don't even have to dress up anymore to be clowns. Yeah, that's wonderful. They even got Congress involved. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. Listen to this one, Frank. I bet you'll never guess who this is. You might have seen it already, but we'll see. Here we go. If it comes down to pig dick Donald Trump and smoking Joe Biden, I'm sorry. I am sorry, voting for pig dick Donald Trump is on the table. I'm sorry. I'm fucking so I'll still call him slob dick Donald Trump, pig dick Donald Trump, and all that. But we need to get this whole fucking situation under control. Michael Rappaport. Yes. Down to pig dick Donald yes. Trump. Yes. You know, things are really bad when this <laughs> lunatic. You know things are really bad when this lunatic <laughs> is, uh, and I and he's a lunatic with his herpes and all. I mean, listen, I told you I've got some crazy today. Here's another one. This one is so spot on. I started getting a little teary eyed when I watched it, and then I realized what they were doing here. Actually, let me let me do this the same way. Hold on. Jen said Madonna will leave the country if, if he's... Uh, I, I saw a couple other people um, threaten to leave the country, too. Do you see it? Toyota? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Well, this is it. You need any help with your bag? No, that's all right. I got it. How about some walking around money? Dad, it's okay. Okay. Just uh, make sure to... Call you when I get there? I know. Yeah. You know, um, you could stay home and do another year of high school if you want. <laughs> Very funny, Dad. 
Well, I'll see you at Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'll see you. Hey, Dad. Yeah. Thanks. You got it, kiddo. <sighs> Looks like your ride's here. <laughs> you be careful, okay? Dad, it's just ISIS. <laughs> I remember this. I remember this. You do? I didn't know you saw it already. This is the first time I've seen it. <laughs> Take care of her. I have a it. I hadn't seen it in years. And I was saying to myself, if, if this is new, I was saying to myself, it, man, she looks very old for an I, I I can tell what's going on here, but she does not look like an 18-year-old. And then I and then I remember this this is a Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. Oh man, it was a, this was year, years ago, but it is still hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. I just had to take care of her. Death, Death to America. America. <laughs> I love that. That's good. Uh, that's it. Man, every once in a while, see, they, that's nice. That was, I have that was... all this important stuff to talk about and clips and, oh, let's do this one. This one's funny. <laughs> this is a, this is a federal um, nominee for a, a judge nominee for the federal courts, okay? Till uh Kennedy is asking her questions. And I'm going to ask you to answer this question when he's done. But okay. you just have to hear it, so I'm just going to The difference between a stay order and an injunction. A stay a stay order would prohibit um sorry, an an injunction would re restrain the parties from taking action. A stay order, I'm not sure that I actually can can give you the... Okay. That. The difference between a stay order... What's a stay uh, order, Frank? Do you know? I, I, well, that's just... It, it pauses something, no? It's just an order to stop whatever decision was made until a further thing happens. This is somebody being nominated for federal... To be a federal judge... Who doesn't know the difference between a t an injunction and a stay? Yeah, well, I mean, e e e even a common person like me was like, okay, well, uh, if I'm put on the spot, I know that if you're granted a stay of execution, uh, you are your execution is Paused. put on hold. Right. <laughs> you know, that's a good thing if you are the one that's going to be executed. I, I don't really, I think I can answer that I don't know. <laughs> wow. Jeez. I yeah. Well, we've seen a lot of this, haven't we? I, I actually uh, Senator Kennedy has been at the in this in the middle of a lot of these uh exposures. Just He's asking great with his questions. questions. He's great with his questions. Can you imagine? I mean that this if you're if you're looking for this kind of position to be confirmed as a federal judge, you wanted to actually have this be the next part of your career. And you're in the confirmation process. 
and somebody just asks you a question that is as basic as asking anybody in this audience about the letters of the alphabet and you could not tell the difference between the letter M and the letter N. I, that's that's what we're talking about. I, I may get a lot of these basic questions wrong if I were sitting in her shoes and uh, Kennedy's asking me that, but that's because I'm not, I'm not her. I'm not being nominated for a court. I, that just, that just blew my mind. I, I'll go to this one more serious thing here. Did you see this letter that came out from the military? By the way, you don't have to worry about being vaccinated anymore. Is this is this a bona fide, real, official flyer? Yeah. I did see it getting passed around, but it's real? There's that, yes. And then letters have gone out to people who were removed because of their vaccination status saying, you can come back and, you know, everything will be fine. Go to hell. And we, we can all... correct your records for you, too, so that it's not a stain on your existence. Go to hell. I, I hope that all of our wonderful... Um, our wonderful members of the uh, the military who left, who had dignity and stood by their convictions and were forced out and they saw the writing on the wall and they saw what this really was. I, I At this point, stay home and become a vital part of the defense of your family and a vital part of the defense of your community, your neighborhood. That's where we need you the most. Honestly, whatever they need you in the armed forces right now for is not in any way, shape, or form going to serve our national security interests. You're going to be sent off to a a, a ridiculous war. Nikki Haley is going to have you, uh, you know. Uh, uh, Nikki crawling. Haley isn't winning. Oh, I know. But the Nikki Haley's of the world, she is a the face. She's the face of a machine that wants us playing in the desert forever. Just stay home, please. I know. Please. I, I, we're going to end with this unless you've got something funny to send us off with because I have a bunch more stuff, but I don't feel like going down in the dumpster today that far. No, don't do it. Yeah. So listen, I know this is your favorite person, Dana Bash. Um, I hate her. Skeletal. <laughs> skeletal. Weird emotion. She has such a weird emotional range. You can tell she wants to be angry. And and or and she wants to express emotion, but she can't go beyond monotone. Uh, she, she, it's weird. It, I, it's like she's almost like a, it's like a form of cerebral palsy or something, where she's just like trapped in her body. She screwed up though, because you know how there were those clashes outside of the DNC, where the mm -hmm. the pro Hamas people came and they were there was it was basically an insurrection. You six officers were hurt. It was really a big deal. They couldn't get them to stop. People were screaming and violent. Well, they were talking about this on CNN. Listen to what she says and watch what happens here. I mean, that is a, quite an image. We haven't seen an image like that since January 6th. Totally different topic, totally different kind of people. I mean, I don't want to at all um, compare the sort of substance of it, but yeah. the idea that there was violence and that there were Capitol Police officers actually hurt there. Mm -hmm. I believe there are about six Capitol Police officers that were injured, according to uh, the Capitol Police that put yeah. out that report last night. But uh, there is a, there are key differences. Uh, I wouldn't compare it to January 6th, but it was a clash. Yeah. And the protesters a or the, the rally. It was a clash. That was a clash. It was a clash. <laughs> were I, I wouldn't, standing I wouldn't, uh, 
I wouldn't compare it to January 6th because the cops weren't letting people into onto the premises and, and, into, and the usher, into the building, yeah. you know, but it was a clash. It was a clash. These Outside is blocking keeping. the entryways and the exit ways. And that's why police confronted them mm -hmm. and tried to get them to move because people couldn't exit or enter. And not just building. people like right. the most lawmakers. senior house Democrats, most senior house Democrats and yeah. lawmakers who were there for an event. And so um, that's what ultimately led to oh. the clash. Uh, look, as you said, Dana, this is showing the fissures among Democrats and among the left that are very frustrated with President Biden, yeah. that feel as though he's not doing all that he can to try to ensure that the violence stop, that the attacks on civilians in Gaza stop. Uh, he was questioned about that yesterday. Because, and so you know, that's Gaza something that he's going to have to address more, especially. What did yeah. you say? Yeah. Because, because Gaza and Israel, that is that's that's Massachusetts and Rhode Island right there. They're very upset that the that the president of the United States is not um, is not uh, throwing cold water on every. Uh, it, it, it's such a mess. And it's mostly a mess for the left, though. It's mostly a mess for the left. Uh, and, and the red pilling that's going on with there's, Israel in general is pretty incredible. There's a mess on the right, too. And I want no part of it. You guys all fight amongst yourselves. Who's anti-Semitic? Who's not? Yell at everybody. I don't. I want zero. It play it, it really has no weight anymore. This thing with Candace Owens and and uh and Ben Shapiro is pretty I mean, it's all surface level popcorn bullshit on top of a a root issue that could be very, very much an Armageddon situation that I believe that we've been slowly built up toward deliberately for many, many years. And whereas I don't care about these two figures in general, Candace Owens is completely right. As far as all the things that she had said and all the questions she she had asked that elicited this this uh, uncontrolled no. <laughs> no. what what do you mean she's not completely right why not I saw the clip of her talking about the Muslim quarters thinking that they were purposely shoved the Muslims there and that's the only place that they were allowed to live in Israel and thinking how tyrannical that was and somebody had to correct her gently in the middle of this interview that no it's like. That's just what it's called. It's not. I would, I'm talking about the. I'm talking about the the uh, the college the college culture, uh, asking. Oh, you're asking, not talking about this specific thing. I'm, I'm I'm talking about what she, what she had said about why is it you know why is it after all of this main the mainstreaming of anti anti white uh, policies and rhetoric is you know, do we have to keep coming back to to uh, fawning over any any outcry of, of anti-Semitism. Also, the, uh, Nikki Haley being the wanting to be the, the president of uh, of Israel. That is a, a big reflection on on most things right now with just completely offloading all of our interests onto foreign lands, especially is, Israeli uh, interests. The problem so, is that she doesn't just the same as me and why I've kept my mouth shut about this entire thing is she has no grasp on the entire conflict, how it started, why it started, the history behind it, the facts behind it. She, has, she knows nothing about it, enough to be speaking with an authoritative tone on it at all. She just doesn't. And so then you just take a back seat and you just don't. Like, she's saying things that, that she clearly doesn't really know about. The issue is, it's not an American issue. So... So to, for for anybody to be uh, to to be told to sit on the sidelines and not 
question in any uh, uh, no. just uh, any any strong way why this is a a big part of American life to have to constantly be uh, you know juggling this issue is. Nobody's yeah, that, told nobody told her that. I just would never feel like I have a fra we have a fraction of the audience that she has. I would never feel comfortable um saying things when I clearly don't have the background or experience to say them about the conflict itself. Like I agree with you. We should be focused on what we're doing here. I don't agree that we should be sending millions of dollars of aid over. <clears throat> I don't even agree that it should be a main conflict that we should be focused on for us. Because we have so much shit going on here. But I would never, like, I, I, it's just irresponsible to me. I don't know. Whatever. It's the Daily Wire. Like, she was free to say everything that she said. So. I think I think there's a lot of legitimate questions in there. Um, but, you know, it's it's boiled over. It's boiled, boiled over and turned into this popcorn situation between both of them. And, and now. Uh, I. I. Yeah. I have, uh, I don't know. Uh, two, two figures I, I can, I can, couldn't give a, a damn about. I don't and, watch either of them, clearly. Right. Like, like I don't, and and like I just think it takes up everybody's time. It's like, who's who's saying what about who and why? Since when do we do this stuff in public? Like, talk to your freaking people behind the scenes and get it worked out. Like, why do I have to watch every damn human resources disaster play out via tweets and X posts? so stupid the whole thing is dumb let's listen to music i got a hang of reach frank yeah we're, we're leaving for a week's hi hiatus happy thanksgiving everybody happy watch thanksgiving thanksgiving parades watch old thanksgiving parades enjoy your family this week even if it's a quiet thanksgiving for you enjoy your family have joy and happiness in your hearts laugh watch old thanksgiving parades we're gonna be back i'm not even doing the whole thing about where you can hear us today i don't feel like it's good we're, we're gonna be back n not next monday or wednesday or friday but the, the 27th and tracy wherever you land in the next week as you're visiting uh your family up here i hope that it is a uh a good walk down memory lane. It'll be fantastic. And I'm just going to keep in touch with you in case I can steal away for a day and come visit you at Frank, frankly studios. That would be nice. I have, uh, I have a lot of, well, you know, uh, well, next Wednesday, I've got Jay Colonello, my nutritionist coming in to oh. do my, my, my night before Thanksgiving, uh, show again. So we'll be talking about really interesting health related topics. So I don't know. We'll don't talk. All right, you got it. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good Thanksgiving. We'll see you guys in two weeks or a week. Bye. Bye.